Good morning, sons and daughters of the House of Prayer Ministry. I say a blessed morning and a blessed day to you, my entire listeners from all across the world. I'm coming to you this Monday morning, the last day of the month of November, from the office of the Bishop House of Prayer Ministry in Botswana. In the past week, we've been talking about demonology. And today, we are starting a new dimension of the same topic. You know, I'm, I'm attacking that topic from two angles. So I've been attacking from one angle in the past one week or so. And starting from today, we are attacking it from another angle. So we're still on demonology. Now turn with me to the Bible, to the book of Luke chapter 11. We are reading from verse 14 to 26. This is probably the most explicit and the most powerful teaching or insight that our Lord Jesus Christ himself, note, Jesus Christ our Lord himself gave about demonology. Probably, and there's a lot packaged in this short teaching that Jesus taught about demonology. Now, let's read. Starting from verse 14, he says, Now he was driving out a demon that was mute. And when the demon came out, the man who had been mute started to speak, and the crowd were amazed. But some of them said, He drives out demons by Beelzebub, the ruler of demons. And others, as a test, were demanding of him a sign from heaven. Knowing their thoughts, he told them, Every kingdom divided against itself is headed for destruction, and a house divided against itself shall fall. If Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? So note he's talking about Satan and his kingdom, demonology. That's Jesus now, talking, teaching us about demonology. For you say, I drive out demons by Beelzebub. And if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons drive them out? For this reason, they will be your judge. If I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Now pay attention verse 21 to 26 is very powerful that would be the key to our teachings starting from today verse 21 says when a strong man fully armed guards his estate his possessions are secure but when one stronger than he attacks and overpowers him it takes from him his weapons that he trusts in and divides up his plunder anyone who is not with me is against me and he who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit comes out of a person, it roams through waterless places, looking for rest, and not finding rest. Then he says, I will go back to my house that I came from. Returning, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and settle there. And as a result, that person's last condition is worse than the first. This passage I've just read is a powerful teaching on demonology delivered to us by our Lord Jesus Christ, especially from verse 21 to 26. So today we're going to be zeroing in on verse 21. Verse 21. What does verse 21 say? Verse 21 says, talks about when a strong man fully armed keeps his uh, house, then his house is secured. So, what does this tell us about demons and their operation? Number one, they are strong. Satan is strong. 
but we are stronger by Christ. And that's why even when Michael the archangel was disputing with the body of Moses in the Bible, the Bible says it did not directly speak against Satan or, uh, you know, uh, or, or fight against him. He instead says the Lord rebuked him. He says the Lord rebuked you. He did not rebuke him directly. So on our own power, with our own strength, we cannot fight demons or wrestle with demons. It takes Christ who has won the victory for us. So if you are not in Christ and you mess with demons, they will mess you up. So they are strong. They are called the strong man. He's referred here to as a strong man. So that tells us that demons are strong. They are not things to joke with. They are strong. Even the Bible tells us that it is stupid to speak evil of principalities and power. It says people out of their ignorance, these people because of their ignorance and stupidity, they speak anyhow against principalities and powers. So we are warned that our victory over them is predicated on our work with Christ. Christ is the one who has won the victory for us. So take note, they are strong. They are not just uh, entities that you just joke and mess around with. And number two, they have ammunitions. It says they have ammunitions. What are the ammunitions of the devil? The ammunitions of the devil, some of them he uses to entice people. The devil has money. The devil has money. He says he has properties, he has things, and he keeps them secure. So the devil has knowledge, his own knowledge. He has his own money, and he has his own wealth and fame, and people pay prices to get it from him. And the other ammunition which he has is fear. Fear is his most powerful ammunition to attack. He entices people with the material things of this world, and then he attacks with fear. He introduces fear into people. And when fear is introduced into you, you go into sin, you go into things that draw you deeper into his net. Fear of poverty, fear of starving to death leads people to steal. And so on and so forth. Just an example. And the other thing that we learn from verse 21 is that he, he says it keeps his house safe and uh, his territory safe. He guards his estate and his possession secure. So Satan likes to control estates, territories. It's territorial. Demons like to control territories. That's why sometimes they are called familiar spirits because they control families. They operate in families. And we have the, those who are principalities who, who operate in particular areas, locations. They're the principalities in charge of those areas. So they like to stake their claim. When Satan has possessed somebody, he likes to stake his claim on the person, to control the person. They like to control. They like to control. And they are armed and they like to guide their estates. That's why you don't, you know, people who are under the clutch of Satan, who are demonically possessed, it takes a lot of spiritual battle to free them. It's not because they, they, they have armed and they guard their estates, they guard their possessions to make sure they are secure. And that's why sometimes when you're going to do deliverance for people, it takes a lot of effort and spiritual preparation because Satan, demons, jealously guard their estates and their territory. Wow, isn't this powerful? This, all these are from Jesus himself. Remember, these statements are from Jesus himself. And who can know better than Jesus? Jesus refers to the devil, Satan, as a strong man. So how dare you look at him and say he's a nobody? He's only a nobody when you know on the rock on whom you stand. 
<laughs> you know, a little baby, a little, a small boy can throw a stone at a big man when his father is standing with him and the father is the every witch boxing champion of the world. But if the father is not with him and he throws a stone at the bigger boy, he's in trouble. That's exactly the way it works. When Papa Jesus is standing with us and we are secure in his arms, then we can kick the devil. We can step on him and he, he can do nothing to us because he's armed, but Jesus has disarmed him. And in Christ also we have disarmed him. When you're not in Christ, you are meat for him. And remember, he guards what he has jealously. He guards it, he has weapons, he guards it. You don't guard without weapon. So Satan has got his weapons, which he uses to guard. And his most powerful weapon is fear, fear, fear. Fear is more, his most powerful weapon. It brings fear and it secures his possessions. Make sure you are not part of his possession because at the end of the day, whatever he possesses, the end of those things is to steal, to kill and to destroy. Satan's attack is through stealing and killing and destruction. We see this in John chapter 10, verse 10. It says the thief comes, he's the thief, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And those are his tactics. So once we understand this, we need to be vigilant to make sure we are not part of his estate. We are not part of his possession. And we need to know that he's a strong man. But in Christ, we are stronger than him. Hallelujah. So today I say to you, no shame, no sorrow. And in the name that is above every name, you will not be covidized or coronized tomorrow we'll be talking on verse 22 it's power packed verse 21 to 26 is a powerful teaching by christ and we're taking it verse by verse talk to you again tomorrow have a blessed monday bye